Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Lipedema Patient Roundtable. It is the third Wednesday of every month, and we always meet to give you lots of love and encouragement and friendship and community, and that's what we are all about here. Our dear friend Susie Boshoff is under the weather, so we're sending her love and speedy healing vibes and our Linda Ann Kahn had another engagement. She is all over giving lectures and, and learning things so that she can bring it back to us. So we miss Linda Ann tonight. Any moment now, Kathleen Listen, who is one of the authors of the Standard of Care for Lipedema in the United States, will be showing up. And here you are, Amanda Hathaway, Nita Cluis, KC Grovener. Carol Moody, Holly Hope, all of our friends, the gang's all here. So I want to first go around and do a little bit of, let's see what you learned over the course of the last month. <laughs> Wait, you now Jenny, you just rolled your eyes. Jenny Bojean <laughs> from Lipedema and Food Sensitivities. What you got for us? Well, I, um, well, for me, you know, learnings this past month, I, you know, life has just been kind of rocking along. It's been pretty busy, but there was an article that was actually published in December from Tulane University, which I guess they do. They're like the only center that studies connective tissue in the country. Um, but they posted an article that they've discovered that folate deficiency is related to hypermobility. Um, so it just kind of intrigues me and there needs to be a lot more work done. But I've actually made an appointment with my physician to kind of talk it through because it may have something that can relieve some of the symptoms related to earlier standlows by treating that. So, wow, very interesting. And mm -hmm. I also know that you were at a live that Patty Cornute did oh, just yes. recently. And yeah. before I go to Patty, I want to know what your takeaway was from it. What was the subject and what so, was your takeaway? Well, and you may or may not recall when we were talking about the holidays, one of my favorite people is Reagan Chastain who um, I met uh, virtually through a blog called Dances with Fat. And she's about weight neutrality. She's a, you know, she's a speaker. She's well, well known around these things. And Patty actually had her on one of her Sunday lives um, talking about weight neutrality. And I think about um, issues that come, come up along that uh, and the biases that are around fat and fat issues and uh, they talked them through and it was a really terrific uh, hour. Um, so I'm really hoping that Reagan goes back on with her someday because she's great. I would love to meet her and Patty, I know as always you share with such vulnerability and such heart. So tell me what your takeaway was and you also have something else coming up soon that we can promote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am a huge Reagan fan. And when I first started the Lipedema Fitness Group, you know, there weren't other fitness groups for us. And I was looking for other people that looked like me working out. And I found Reagan uh, through her Fit Fatties group. And it's a group that is very um, healthy at every size, weight neutrality, um, do no harm type of philosophy. I mean, there's absolutely no diet talk. There's no weight loss talk. There, you know, it's none of that. It's just about you moving your body. And I loved it. And I was so nervous to even post because I was so afraid I was going to make a joke at my own expense. 
or, you know, little things that we do and we don't really think about what we're doing that kind of chip away at us. And so I would read and watch and like and heart and all this stuff. And then eventually I started sharing my videos there and it kind of helped me with somebody dealing with lipedema at a time when we really weren't talking a lot about the stuff that I was doing because I was kind of going against the grain. So the fitness side was, you know, kind of taboo back then. Now mm. it's not, now it's everywhere. Well, you've broken a lot of ground there and we sure appreciate you, Patty. Thank you so much. I I think you stole some of the ratings from the Super Bowl. That's what I heard. I think I I was too early. (laughs) We have so many more wonderful people that have logged on. Winetta Ayers, Cynthia Mason and Jewel Dukes and Francine Schwartz and Dorinda Weaver and Lisa Roy. Oh my gosh, it's such a fun crowd. Kathleen Listen will be with us at any moment. But Angelique, tell me what was the thing that you learned this past month, aside from going on all your awesome Valentine's things? You know what? Um, in contrast to my good friends, Jenny and Patty, what I've learned over this past month is that sometimes it's okay to not lipedema. Um, and talking to Kelly Maynard, which is a good friend of ours, you know, a good friend of the round table here, we were talking about the fact that like lipedema is a chronic illness and it is something that you're going to have with you. A lot of us have had it from childhood, puberty, um, and so on and so forth. And sometimes it's okay to just be like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I We are inundated with so much information and we're constantly working on our bodies and working on our mental health. But sometimes it's okay to revel in the progress of how far you've come and just enjoy life for a little bit. Um, I was really down on myself about not uh, maintaining some of my progress on certain things. And of course, Kelly always reminds me like, there's certain things that are just kind of built into your lifestyle now. And it's okay to not have to go back and go, what didn't I do this week? What box didn't I check this week? And staying on top of the everythings. We're going to get back to it because we have to, because our bodies are going to force us back to maintaining it. But it's okay to just take a moment and enjoy life. Go on all the dates, enjoy all of the concerts, do the music and the movies and have the popcorn. I think that Casey is really good at enjoying life, but also like getting in the nutrients that she wants. But if you look at her Facebook feed, she's having the dessert tonight. Me and her are going (laughs) to cheers tonight as well. Enjoy your life because Mm -hmm. lipedema is going to be with you. Mm -hmm. Well said. Wow. And you know what? You had actually kind of a challenging day and here you are just on fire already all of the things were against me showing up tonight but you have to just keep on trudging through that's well yes awesome and speaking of fire those photos that pgp you have been posting and that green dress especially all right so what's the big thing that you have learned since we last got together so i think mine was kind of like a personal thing i learned i learned really how much my body has been able to endure and go through the last three years because this this past Saturday the 11th was five years of my Instagram three years since from the first surgery 
and two since the tummy tuck, which seems unreal because I don't feel like it's been that long. Um, and so I've been reflecting back on like first surgery and the tummy tuck to share updates and all of that. And I don't think I really realized how much I've done in the last three years until I kind of like looked back all at it, like in one kind of chunk at a time. And then, yeah, that green dress really shows the difference of like what all I've done and all of the changes and I'm obsessed with it. So be prepared people at FDRS to see me in the green dress because I have to have somewhere to wear it. Oh, believe me, I would wear that every day if I looked like that in that dress, man. It's that... really comfortable. It's like super soft, super comfortable, and it was only $27. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. it was $27, like normal price, not like a rare clearance I found, like literally. Post the link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've shared it a bunch of times, but I'll share it again. Yeah, it's uh, their Instagram is Shop Cider, and it's like a new plus size thing. And I, yeah, I took a risk because it said their 4X was only a 20. And I'm like, these hips aren't a 20, but it fits and it's comfortable as can be. And I love it. I mm. saw it and I was like, this looks very pear. Like I have to, <laughs> I have to get it. And I'm so glad I grabbed it. I'm so glad you did too. Speaking of FDRS, what's the chatter going on here about that? And I have to disappear for a minute because, oh, oh, nope, nope. Yay. My friend Kathleen Listen is here. And it's, we apologize, Kathleen, for the difficulty that you had getting through here. I want to promote you to a panelist. FDRS, What's the plan, everybody? And anybody in chat, feel free to talk about it. Oh, and Lisa Roy wants to know, what is FDRS? We always have to keep in mind that not everybody knows the backstory. So who wants to explain what FDRS is? Oh, Patty, that was you, right? You raised your hand? Sure. Fat <laughs> Disorders Resource Society. And they host a annual conference for lipedema and Durkham's disease. And this year it's in Atlanta, Georgia, April 14th through the 16th. So yay, it's a great place to go and meet people that look just like you and have experiences just like you and to hear medical professionals that are telling us all the new stuff that's coming out and what we can look forward to and wonderful vendors like Brenda and Limpa Press and all, all kinds of good stuff. I, oh, go ahead, jump in, yes. I want to add that do not feel like you can't come because you have a walker or a wheelchair or a bike or a cane. The amount of mobility aids that we saw last year, or at least for me, because it's my first year there, was amazing. And there are so many women, all different stages, all different sizes. And everybody, even some of the men that were dragged along with their women, helped out if anybody needed it to get out of a chair or to put oh, chairs yes. together or to make room, there was not one moment where I felt that anybody in that whole hotel was judging. And no matter where you looked for like three days, somebody looked like you. Mm -hmm. It was like the best thing. 
It really was. There were a lot of hugs. There was a lot of endorphins released. There was a lot of dopamine and good stuff, good feelings, good vibes all around. We know some people, we know Dr. Herbst is going to be the keynote speaker. We know Linda Ann Kahn will be there. Kathleen, listen, we love you and we apologize that you had such a difficult time getting in tonight. Kathleen is one of the authors of the Standard of Care for Lipedema in the United States and one of the most renowned experts in the field. Um, thanks for being here. Look at her. What, what you got? There? What you got? She's got the U.S. Standard of Care. Thank you very much. In the Phlebotomy <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you for the visual. Thank you for being here. We had a few questions that came in from different chat groups as well. And Carol Moody did mention again, and I want to reinforce that for FDRS, there is a hybrid option if you can't make it in person because Jenny, isn't that how you're going to hope to be there? Yeah, I unfortunately work will prevent me from going this year, but um, as I did last year, I'll be attending the hybrid option, which is really terribly affordable too. Um, you know, and you get to go to all the sessions, you get to chat with everybody in the chat rooms all the time, you know, so it, it worked out pretty good. Um, I'm disappointed, needless to say, but um, yeah. I'm glad I'll still be able to participate at least that way. But yeah, yeah, it's a great way to go. Are you speaking, Kathleen? Are you going to be in attendance? No, I'm going to do the hybrid option today, this year. Awesome. I, I'm speaking the next weekend at a society for Society for Oncology Massage Conference. Oh, well, well, you are in demand. And by the way, by popular demand, those who were in attendance last year at FDRS were privy to you leading a five minute sort of meditation, guided meditation. And Kathleen has agreed to end our round table tonight with a guided meditation. Can you give us a little preview of what it's about? Yup. So I'm going, we're going to do a breathing exercise, which will be a great tool in your toolbox. Um, if you ever need to like bring it down or bring it back up, um, as far as hyper arousal or a hypo arousal, and then we'll do some prompts. So if you have, um, like a, a notepad or anything that you, or a journal that you want to journal, definitely, um, have that. So you can do some journaling after. Oh, oh good. Beth is here. Hi, Beth. I I'm know sorry, there's no blue drink this year. <laughs> <laughs> so many wonderful people out there. And I see Michael Turner, who's there to support his love of his life, the lippy butterfly, which is always just so cute and sweet. And our friend Sandy Darley, Susan O'Hara. Gosh, it's a great night. Okay. We first had a question that came in about the pump. And I had to reach out because I'm not a clinician. I know my skill set. I love people. I care deeply, but I didn't want to get it wrong. Jenny, you were the one that had the question posed of you. Did you want to phrase that for us or do you want me to just read the question as it came in? Well, you are muted, my beautiful friend. Whoopsie. <laughs> That's because I was putting the link to the um, conference in the chat box. Thank you. I was hoping somebody would do that. But, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you um, read okay. it because I wrote it down somewhere, but it's disappeared. 
So, you know, Lympha Press sponsors these roundtables, and we are really honored to help the lipedema community. Several of you here, I know PGP and Jenny and Patty Cornu all have the Lympha Press, and they use it to help manage their condition. Uh, but not everybody is familiar with pumps. I get that. So a question came in, and it was, when fluid is pumped, does it land in other parts of the body causing fat to form? I mean, what's a, what a great question. Because I remember, Patty, when I first interviewed you, you said, not only do we want to get better, we just don't want this to get worse. Right. So if you have a faulty premise that, oh my gosh, if I do this, it'll make things worse, it would make you not want to do it. Now, I know Jenny and Patty and PGP could speak to this, but I will give you Karen Ashforth, who is a wonderful certified lymphedema therapist, what her answer was. I'm going to read it so I don't screw it up. Absolutely not to worry. Lymph fluid is transported to the local and regional lymph node groups behind the knees, in the groin, in the abdomen, in the axilla, elbows and neck. The lymph travels in the channels and the channels carry the lymph from the cell level to the nodes. Exercise and using the lympha press rev up the transport, but the lymph does not go to other places other than the nodes. She considers the lymph node groups as drains and sewage treatment plants. That's her way of putting it. They take in the lymph fluid and process all the garbage that is carried in the lymph to get filtered and cleaned in the lymph nodes. And by the way, she says, the, fat, the way fat forms is when fluid stays congested in the body. The inflammation attracts the fat cells. So whatever you can do to eliminate the swelling and the inflammation, that's the best thing in the world that you can do for you. And we're all about you taking care of you in the best way possible. So yes, exercise. And Patty is our champion for that with Lipedema Fitness. And also, uh, we totally advocate the Lymphopress pneumatic compression pump. If you want to know more about it, I'll stick my email in the chat and you can find out more there. Now, Patty, you had some questions that came in from your group. And what would you like to add? Um, about that question, I do know that there are some people who kind of ask about off-the-shelf pumps and they kind of end, and I'm concerned because I've heard people saying like it hits the thigh and then it does get into the vaginal area and in, in other areas. So I don't know if maybe that question kind of stemmed from something like that, where the Optimal Plus kind of comes mm -hmm. all the way up your abdomen yeah, and really yes. gets it into the areas that you raised a great point because not all pumps are created equal. You definitely want to have medical grade pneumatic compression therapy. And I always advocate, and Megan Fru knows this, you want when you have lipedema to have not just the legs covered and our optimal plus has the lympha pants that comes right below the chest area. And of course, PGP, you also have the upper body garment as well. But Kathleen, I saw you nodding a whole lot when Patty was sharing her question. What would you like to add to this from a clinical perspective? 
Yeah. So I need to know where you're wanting to move the fluid to because some garments will own, uh, some pumps will only go up to the knee. And, and so they're not delivering the fluid all the way to where it needs to go. So that would be something that you would talk to your certified lymphedema therapist and will look at where your swelling is and get you to the pump that meets your needs. But yeah, I'd be very reticent to, if you really think you have a swelling issue, you should not be buying a pump off of Amazon. No. Stitch it on a pillow and send it to me. That's what I said. <laughs> um, Mary Herzog, Herzog is pumping while she's watching tonight. So we're pumped about that. I mean, what a great thing. One night of the month, this is all about you taking care of you. And if you can use your lymphopress while you're joining us, Beth wanted to know, will I be at FDRS this year? And I have to tell you, I will be. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, it was sort of like, not for sure. Cause you know, things have changed and, but yet I'm really honored to represent lymphopress cause I believe in the product for one and I care about the lipedema community. I even put a proposal in to do an inspir inspirational speech about settling your worth. I don't know if it's gonna fly cause I'm not a clinician and I don't have lipedema, but I would so love to speak to this audience of people that I love. And in line with that, by the way, since you know, I started my own company. I always end all of my training sessions with this line. I will never turn my back on myself again. I love that because it was the best decision I ever made. I made it at a critical time in my life where I needed to vote with me. And you know what? We all need to vote with ourselves. This is Valentine's love month, but don't forget to love on yourself. So Kathleen, if you could pick a number from one to 42, I'm going to send someone out there and I will never turn my back on myself again mug. All right, go awesome. for it. We're going to do my old high school track number, number 34. Okay, so while I am going through to count to 34, Patty, you had some questions from your group. Can you go to those while I start counting? I sure can. The first one was, what do people take for pain? And the second one was, does lipedema interfere with an incision healing properly? So I personally take ibuprofen for pain. I don't take it very often, but when I do need it, I do take that because it helps with the inflammation. Mm -hmm. And that's what I use. Anybody else want to speak to that? I actually uh, use a topical CBD cream um, that's got 800 milligrams of CBD in it with an arnica. And I find that takes care of the joint pains I sometimes have. And if I don't, I, you know, do an ibuprofen, but I tend to not even need to do that anymore since I have figured out ways of eating um, mm -hmm. in, in eliminate for me. When I cut out citruses, I found that my joint pain decreased. I found when I really started to limit the um, refined carbs and bring those down, that a lot of the joint pains that I was typically getting went away. And even the pain, the lipedema pain that for me is only upon things like when my cat walks over my body. 
um, uh, decreased. I still can't be on my knees. You know, when I try to get on the floor and try to get up off the floor, I still have a lot of knee pain from the lipedema when I do that. But um, I found changing the way I ate really impacted a lot the amount of pain that I was in. I see you nodding, Kathleen. And you were smiling too. I Yeah, I love that. And it's going to be individualized to each individual mm -hmm. person. So you can't take someone else's diet and try to ram it into your body. But that's, I love that. I've talked about that in the Lipidema Treatment Guide that it really is. And it's, mm -hmm. I guess it's a lifelong journey, right? It's this mm -hmm. decision. Or the first decision is to trust your body and to listen to your body. And your body is going to tell you what it likes. And what it doesn't like, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. What mm -hmm. do you do PGP for pain? Um, I'm really bad about it. I will tough it out most of the time because I don't like medicine. But if I do need something, like if I have a headache or something like that, I will do ibuprofen. Um, if my before surgery when my legs really hurt, I would take um a bath, but I would take a bath with my old compression on to kind of combat the heat that would add some swelling. Mm -hmm. And then I would come into my room and elevate with my legs as high as I could get them um, in new dry compression <laughs> was kind of like my pre-surgery routine. Um, and then in regards to the incision question, uh, um, seven surgeries out, completely healed up. So <laughs> there's, I've, you know, I've had a couple little the wound back, I had a spot, but that all healed up. And I still had a lot of lipedema in my body at the time of the wound back. The mm. arms of the last area that we worked on, but the armpit little spots that I had have closed up. So no more open wounds. <laughs> I can finally relax about all of that. But um, I really haven't noticed like my tummy tuck scar, you cannot see it except for the wound back spot. Like it's mm. completely like faded out and then like these are two months and they're flat and soft and they will lighten I mean I'm super pale so it takes a while but they will lighten or I'll just tattoo over this one but <laughs> there's always that option <laughs> yeah can I pop in I'm interested yeah. so you've had several several surgeries I've been yeah, following along for years <laughs> right talking to you about surgeries yeah. Do you find, or maybe it would be great if you could think about it in the future and then get back to me. Like if you get a scratch on your hand, is it healing faster because yes. this overwhelming mm -hmm. burden of the lipedema on your body is like your body is healthier without yeah. I, after the surgeries? I don't, um, I don't get like before I would bump myself and it would like open. Um, I can... <laughs> I'm so clumsy. So I bumped myself here and there. I don't get the like ripped skin like I used to. Um, I do have two cats. One of them is an asshole. She likes to scratch. So mm -hmm. I do get some scratches from Gigi, but it used to get like, it used to burn and get real red and real painful. Now, maybe five minutes of that. And then it's like nothing. Um, I had a hangnail that ripped that like used to take forever to heal no issue with it so yeah so much better and I do not bruise nearly as much as I did like I don't I haven't had a random bruise probably in over a year like I used to like wake yeah. up with random bruises and like mm -hmm. I have not had one and even mm -hmm. with like the arm surgery like my bruising was almost completely gone before I left LA in a week 
Mm. So yeah, it's like so, and I mean, I'm so pale that my bruising used to last forever, but like, it's so much better, so much better. And this is a weird little side effect. My periods are like so less painful now. Really? So less painful. Okay. You're nodding. Like, of course, you know this Kathleen, but can you explain for everybody else? What's that connection? I mean, it overwhelms all your systems, right? And if you can get some of this inflammation down and get some, like your body's doing like some welterweight fight with lipedema every day. So if you can get, you know, like the, the 20 burglars out of your house, like maybe you can calm down. I think too, I think wearing compression keeps the bloat at bay, mm-hmm. which is like a big factor to like period just feeling miserable because you're bloated and then you focus on it. And so you think about it. So the compression across my stomach from the tummy tuck garment that I still wear keeps the bloating at bay. So then I'm not focused on, oh, I feel bloated and miserable. Mm. And I just don't really think about it. Like the pain's not, but especially since this last surgery, like like my periods have been like I'm like oh it's that time okay and I used to like feel it days before and I'm like wow yeah I'm I love the way you explained that Kathleen getting the burglars out of your body which just really well said and and your new energy PGP is palpable like you really can hear it even in how you're expressing yourself and carrying yourself. We're so happy for you. We believe here at the Lipedema Patient Roundtable sponsored by LymphoPress that not everybody is alike and not everybody's solutions are alike. You need to do what's right for you. You need to do it under a doctor's care and you need to listen to your body as we say all the time. Surgery may not be for you, but we're so delighted and happy that PGP has worked for you. And I'm going to tell you, I've been seeing, by the way, you all want to know who the winner of the mug is, right? The winner of the mug is Sarah Williams. Sarah Williams. Woo-hoo. So my email is in chat. Send me an email with your home address and I will mail you your mug. And I hope to have one next month. I have another design coming out too. But talking about not everything. I'm seeing a lot of chatter. Some of you have talked to me about it, and I'm so interested in your opinion on this, Kathleen. Some of these diabetic drugs are now being promoted for weight loss, Ozempic, blah, blah, blah. What's your take on this? I, I, It's here in San Diego, for sure. I have a lady right now that had her first um, extended tummy tuck after Ozempic. Um, from what I'm saying, obviously like with everything else, it needs to be a complete lifestyle change. You can't just come in and let them inject you, um, once a week, it has to be done under a doctor's care. And I would almost say like, get the right doctor. Cause I'm pretty sure you could find a doctor that would give you something, but f- choose very wisely the amount of experience, um, that you, you know, your physician has with this. I wouldn't want to be like the first person that the physician was trying with it. Um, But I've definitely seen some good, like to midterm, not long-term yet, but to to over months, um, some really good results on it. But that doesn't mean, you know, it won't come back to bite us in the butt, like all the other miracle drugs we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, what I've seen with the surgery is there needs to be some period of, um, 
So you, there needs to be some period of uh, where you're at a plateau, a good plateau and everything's solid. And then you can see whether you want any kind of surgery as far as like the extended tummy tuck, the body lift and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and it has to, there is, has to be like a mental component to it too, because this is a big journey that you're going to be on. Thank you for expressing it that way. It's really important. It's an important caveat. Go ahead, Angelique, jump on in. I'm sorry. I do have a question specifically for us lipidemic ladies. How would Ozempic be beneficial for us and how would it help in our bodies? Go ahead, Patty. Um, yeah, because I was going to say we don't know yet, but maybe Patty knows. <laughs> I actually found a group. There's a lipidema group that is about these medications and lipidema. And when I started reading through and seeing some of the experiences people are having, some people are literally taking an injection and within a few days, they're not having the pain that they have. Mm -hmm. Somebody specifically said every day they get up in the morning, they're leaning on furniture because they don't have the strength of, and the pain in their legs is so drastic. And literally it was like a light switch and that pain was gone. And I am working <laughs> diligently to try to get uh, Dr. Herbst and a couple of patients who have been, one was long-term and one has been just a couple of weeks on it to kind of come on the Sunday live and talk to us about it. Um, mm -hmm. And I just, that was part of the reason for having Reagan on last Sunday is because yeah. These are, you know, like surgery and these weight loss medications are typically things that you don't really kind of discuss in a um, weight neutrality or a healthy at every size type of, you know, mindset. And I really kind of like that mindset to help me live my life with lipidema. So I didn't want to do harm by bringing up these topics. Yeah. So I wanted her to help guide us. And she was fantastic. So yeah. if you get a chance to rewatch that that live it was really good well well go yeah. ahead pgp and then i have a question go ahead oh there's all first of all oh i love it's like so invigorating if i blink i miss 10 notes in chat you are all <laughs> awesome out there i love your feedback by the way if you have any question questions stick them in the q a because you know kathleen we're going to take full advantage of the fact that you are with us tonight and PGP, you're next. So one of my followers um, had done, I think it was Ozampic for a few months, lost a fair amount of weight, had the pain. Then her doctor, her insurance stopped covering it kind of thing. She not only put that weight back on, but more. And now she's having a hard time having lipedema surgery because they won't do it because of her BMI. And then her doctor doesn't want to put her back on Ozempic, even though she's like, I need it to get me back down under my BMI to get my lipedema surgery. So she's now in this battle and she's trying because she got insurance to approve the lipedema surgeries, but can't find a surgeon now. Did and she say that she experienced reduced pain? Because it's not just always about losing. Yeah. I mean, she made it sound like she was like better with it and had more yeah. mobility. And she said like, now she is going to be immobile very soon because she's got like these big like knee pads. Oh. And like, it's just like the surgeon had told her she, she was supposed to be having surgery like next week or the week after. Like she was 
all set, ready to go, bought a bunch of supplies for recovery, had time off of work, all this kind of stuff, money invested, ready to go. And he called and canceled on her. Not wow. Dr. Jamie, another surgeon, like just another surgeon, but like up, she's, I mean, obviously <laughs> devastated, which I think anybody, if they're like ready and feel like you're getting relief. Yeah. And so now she's got insurance to cover her surgeries and can't find a surgeon. And mm -hmm. yeah. wow, we've got a lot of chat. Casey just weighed in that she has used Sexenda. Mm -hmm. for several years and she had good sustained results she is dedicated to conservative therapies that are comprehensive limited sugar and carbs a lot of people are talking about that you know and again it is personal it is personal we could never and we would never say this is what you need to do but do your research and listen to your gut as well as do your research and find the answers um, what were you going to say, Kathleen? Listen to your gut. <laughs> we're She's a riot. You're funny. You're very funny, Brenda. I wasn't trying. The You know, the sad part is, Kathleen, I wasn't trying to be. It just came out that way. But anyhow, Amanda Hadaway would like to ask a question. Have any of us here used TENS and is it beneficial superficially to lipedema or just for muscle and joint pain? TENS, anybody want to speak to that? Sometimes the answer is we got nothing. Go ahead, Angelique. That was that was a very weak sort of putting your hand up there. So I don't know. Where I'm sorry. That was because Patty had jumped at it first. Patty apparently has used it a little bit more than I have. I did have um, a period of time where I was using a form of TENS um, during um, trying to get uh, treatment for my neuropathy. Um, I found that it was beneficial like in the short term for me, but it was something that I would have had to keep up long term um, in order to not have that pain come back. So mm -hmm. I did it for like maybe two months. Um, and the results were sustained for probably about the two months. And then the pain was back to normal after that. Someone wants to know, let's clarify, what is TENS? We don't want to speak, I'm sorry, in mysteries. We apologize. It's a stimulation device. Yeah. I don't know what the official term, yeah. the initial stand for. It's an electronic stimulation device that I know because my beloved yeah. Mark used to have one himself, uh, but I don't, I don't know anything beyond that. Anybody else want to speak to TENS anymore? Go yeah. ahead, PGP, and then Patty. They put it in the chat what it stands for, something with the nerves or whatever, but my dad had one that I used to like steal and play around with and it's like a brief, to me, it was just like the same as like a massage gun, like it broke up the pain for a minute but when you stopped using it it was like oh it's back like it you almost had to like stick it on you and leave it on mm -hmm. <laughs> at least for me like it wasn't like long enough it was like in the moment kind of fix gotcha oh transdermal electrical stem thank you lisa roy boy you, you're all so smart out there in chat we appreciate it and jenny you mm -hmm. had a question that came in from your group. Would you mind posing it? Maybe Kathleen or anybody else could weigh in on this. Yeah. 
So I, I had somebody who asked me to bring up the fact to, to find out, did we know, is there a link between parathyroid and lipedema? I don't even know what that is, parathyroid. So. It's by your thyroid gland. So it's, yeah. it's a gland. I mean, that would be something that Karen Herps would be better yeah. Uh, equipped to ask you know what and karen ashforth is uh, there's like a triad that she talks about and she's talking about a lot of things so i think a lot of things geez i think with lipedema i feel like it's 5 30 in the morning in pacific beach and there's this fog that's gonna burn off by 10 a.m but it hasn't burned off yet and i can see stuff out there but like yeah. we don't know yet. So yeah. I would take take good notes. And it, I think a lot of this stuff has to come up from the the grassroots. And then when enough of you say mm -hmm. that I have, you know, gut issues and lipedema and hypermobility, and that's how we see it. So you know, I have go ahead, Angelique. Keep did on you letting us know? Yeah, keep on letting yeah. us know. Yeah. So everybody in chat, I love what you're adding. And a lot of what I'm seeing is a thread that says it distracts me from the pain. And it seems like a common thread tonight of discussion is pain, which is very, very real part of lipedema. And if it can distract you from pain without side effects, go ahead, Patty. Are we still talking about the TENS unit? Sure. Yeah. I definitely use one. Um, I was in a car accident years and years ago and got whiplash. And I will get to the point where my neck, if it gets too tight, I'll start to see stars. And I will use that when I go to bed and it fixes everything. So I find it's definitely a muscular thing for me. And I also have used it on like um, back muscles, tweaked muscles and stuff. And mm -hmm. I get relief from it that it's not like I have to have it on all day to get the relief. I just mm -hmm. do it to it. I mean, it really makes your muscles just kind of spasm and then relax. And that's what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, Susan Smith is asking a question. Is it safe to do LET, lymphatic enhancement technique? And by the way, Susan, thank you for spelling it out. We tend to talk in acronyms and we understand we have a lot of new people joining us and we don't want to speak in mysteries, like I said earlier. So is it safe to do lymphatic enhancement technique? I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. So I think we have a little bit of a mystery here. Susan, if you want to expand on that a little bit. Help us understand it so that we can speak to it. Dorinda Weaver wants to know about the carnivore diet as it relates to lipedema. And again, it goes back to it's not one size fits all, not one answer for any person, but has anybody had personal experience with the carnivore diet as it relates to lipedema? Go ahead, Angelique. I don't have personal experience, but um, one of the ladies um, from the food intolerances group, um, she also has a carnivore group and she has um, done a lot of um, experience. She has a lot of experience with it and her group has um, had like tremendous success with it. On the flip side of that though, I struggle with um, meat 
and fat. So when I have beef and a chicken and that in my diet heavily, I swell and I tend to have more pain. So I really do think that keto, carnivore, vegetarian, whatever, I think that that's a really personal thing that has to go to what your body tolerates and how your body reacts to it. Because carnivore for me, we would be back in a nursing home. Like I probably need to go a little bit more to straight vegetarian whole grains. But I do know that there are quite a few women that are finding huge amounts of success um, doing that. So it's a personal thing. It is. All right. Is C-reactive protein, Jewel Dukes, you had put a question in and I asked you to tell me what CRP was. I'm sorry, I didn't know it offhand, everybody. C-reactive protein and SCD rate, but I don't know the context of that question. So if you wouldn't mind giving us the full question so we can answer it. Kathleen, what are you learning these days? What's new and on your radar screen that you can share with our viewers? There are more types of lipedema liposuction surgery around the world that you can shake a stick at. And that is the big thing that really surprised me. I'm having conversations with doctors from Europe, from South America, from uh, North America, and it's not a one size fits all surgery, which just, I, so there's no solution. I don't have the solution for you, but you can't just like say I lead lipedema surgery and then pick one doctor and think that that surgery is going to be the same as all the other doctors. You can't like, you can't even like price match. You can't do anything. You really, it really is. They have different, they're taking fat out from different parts, like subcutaneous versus deep. They're doing totally different protocols. It's far more complex than I thought it was. Um, so that just learning more about that is really interesting. And that is, means that us as lymphedema therapists that are helping you after your surgery, we have to be on our toes really a lot more than I thought we would, because like the, the one patient coming in with post-op is going to be di totally different than another patient from another doctor, even if they have the same, you know, stage, same weight, same everything else. Um, that because the surgeries themselves are different. So I would say, um, that you'd have really have to find someone with experience, um, helping you as a lymphedema therapist afterwards. And you have to ask more questions than I thought you did have to ask like this time in, uh, November, I thought something different than what I'm hearing now. So I would say, if you are having surgery and someone else is having surgery at different surgeons, different states, you cannot take their post-op protocol and apply it to your body because the surgeries are different. Even if it's not, it's even beyond that you have different size bodies or, you know, they did the front of the leg and one of them does the sided leg or circumferential. It's like much more complex than that which is interesting because it gives us the opportunity for someone to really find a technique that stands out. But mm -hmm. right now it's a lot more complex to be a buyer of surgery in this space. Mm. I'm really glad that you raised that. You know, when you seek out a counselor 
sometimes you interview different ones to see what the good fit is, you know, and the days of, well, whatever the doctor says, that's the way it goes. Those days are long gone. We know we have to be advocates for ourselves and ask the questions that are important. I know PGP, you felt that connection with Dr. Jamie Schwartz, which gave you the impetus to move forward. It's not one size fits all and asking the questions. I even go to Toastmasters groups and I interview them to see who, who do I fit, who are my people? Who do I fit in with? Who will get me? And so that was important to you, right, PGP? Yes, 100%, because when I'm nervous, I get even more sarcastic and mean. And um, so I knew that I needed somebody that could handle my humor. And um, there was just some other surgeons that I didn't click with. One I felt was too car salesman for my personal comfort level. Another I felt was too soft and gentle that I would be apologizing for how I talked and act. And I didn't need another thing to worry about with surgery. Mm -hmm. And like, Jamie just walked in and starts talking with that like New York talk and the hands moving. And I was like, my people, like, this is, yeah. this is who I connect with. And then like, I joked around from, with him from the start and he didn't get offended. And it wasn't this like Beverly Hills plastic surgery attitude with me. Um, the fact that he had gowns big enough to fit somebody that had 72 inch hips was like an oppressive thing for me. Cause they're like, there's a robe. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like that's not going to fit. I'll, I'll drape yeah. it over me, you know, completely. Like I could close it and like completely close it. And I was like, oh, maybe he does get this. And then yeah. when he was like, do you have any questions? I was like, I have a stupid question, but yeah, he's like, oh, there's no stupid questions. I was like, I work with the general public. Yes, there are. Like, <laughs> and he like, you know, was like laughing. And I was like, I motioned to my Muppet tattoo. And I was like, how much damage? Like, I just finished this in August. This was in October. I said, like, pain, top priority. Yes, if it gets messed up. But like, how, how much of this do you think is going to get messed up? And like, he just, from the start was like super relaxed and joking around. And I think it shows like when you see him and I talking in like videos or lives, like we just have like this like connection that it's like, okay, yeah, like I'm hanging out with somebody that I've- Well, you, you know, need to be comfortable. This is not something to go into lightly, certainly. And so you need no. to have a comfort level. So thanks for speaking to that. And thanks for raising that, Kathleen. I- I have a few more questions and then we're going to do this meditation and then wrap up like we normally do, but I'm really super excited. Uh, Cynthia Mason wants to know, is there a current effort to expand availability of quadrivus massage or is it only done in the Netherlands? Anybody know anything about that? I think it's still only there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, go ahead, Angelique. Um, there's actually two locations here in Arizona that do quadrivas that was, um, they were taught by uh, Karen Herbst um, specifically. Um, so I think that there are a couple of locations. I do not know where all they are open. And I even don't know if they're still open in Arizona, but there were two that were in Arizona that were trained um, underneath Karen Herbst for quadrivas. Go ahead, Kathleen. So on a related note, not quadrivas, um, but 
Dr. Paula Donahue at Vanderbilt has put out a pilot study and I was stunned. I'm very fortunate to be a friend of hers as well as a colleague and a co-author. And she has had just stunning results um, with some therapy that is approachable for, uh, she told me like every physical therapist and every, I'm a massage therapist, every massage therapist could do this in their office. So she went through the pilot study in order to get a larger study. So she's doing a larger study now. So what I, I'm telling you something that we won't know more about for like three or four years, but she was bringing people's pain levels down um, amazingly with just therapy that could be potentially taught to every single physical therapist and massage therapist. It's no special thing. I think that's what like Quadrivus always was, it's like the special technique. You have to have this extensive training and you have to go to the Netherlands or this lady has to come here. Right. And so I'm I'm very excited about being it being like democratized and, and accessible to everyone. So that's something I think we'll have a different answer for five years from now. Um, it, unfortunately, it's the, the research is behind a paywall now um, and they, they can't, it's behind a paywall, I think for like a year, like it's a journal. So like, you have to subscribe to the journal to really get access to the research. So like, give us a couple of years and I think we'll have uh, more widely available information. And the second I, I had a conversation with her and the second she was describing what she was doing, I was like, like, this needs to be taught to everybody. So we Thank all you. have all the CLTs will have access to this protocol that you are doing on these clients at Vanderbilt. And it's great because it's not, you know, someone somewhere in a corner, it's like Vanderbilt. And then they can actually see, have quantified the before and afters. That's fantastic. And I yeah. love to mention Paula Donahue because she is actually doing a webinar with Lympha Press next month, March 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you go to the link tree for Lympha Press, follow us on Insta, you can click the link. It's on first aid for lymphedema patients, but I feel like it's gonna be some really basic, excellent information for everyone, whether you have lipedema or lymphedema, and often the two are mingled together. Uh, also at a future roundtable, Karen Ashforth will be with us. And March is Lymphedema Awareness Month. And so knowing that many of you who are out there in the audience also have lymphedema, a representative from Learn the Lymphatic Education and Research Network. I think I said that correctly. Anyhow, they'll be here next month. We Because our New Year's resolution was we were going to have special guest stars. And Kathleen is our Valentine tonight with us. And we lots of love for you. We have six minutes left. So five of them. Everybody ready to get in Zen mode? You ready? Kathleen, I'm ready. Take it away. Oh, she's muted. You're she's muted. Mudras are optional. You don't have to do a mudra if you don't know a mudra. <laughs> if you do want to know a mudra, you can uh, take the tip of the thumb here and uh, just connect it gently to the tip of the finger. And then you can put that up. Um, on your thighs. And that's a really basic yoga mudra. Now one, and I'm going to, we're going to go over because now I want to talk about mudras. A great grounding mudra is you take your hands, put your thumb here, fold it over. And then this gently, so you're not making a fist, but just like gently 
putting this on the knees on your thighs is very grounding for some people, a very grounding mudra. So even if you're like at a board meeting or some kind of meeting, right? And you're at the, you're under your desk, you can do this and no one knows you're doing a mudra and then just feel in a stressful situation if that helps to ground you. So those are two options because uh, I'm a yoga teacher. So we have to teach mudras. Um, and then, so we can start um, by getting ourselves into a position that's alert yet relaxed. So whatever that feels like to you, um, your eyes can be um, on the screen here, or you can close them if you'd like, or um, they can just be like a soft gaze anywhere that you'd like. And then we'll start with some four, seven, eight breathing. So we're going to inhale for four, hold for seven and exhale for eight. Now I didn't say four seconds. I said just to the count of four. And then as you, if you want to bring this forward in your life, you can make the count a little longer every time as your breath in your lungs can expand. Um, so we'll start by inhaling for four, hold for seven, and exhale for eight. Inhale for four, hold for seven, and exhale for eight. Final one, inhale for four, hold for seven, and exhale for eight. Now you can go back to breathing normally. You can leave your eyes closed or open them if you'd like. And I'm going to give you two prompts. So I'm going to give you the beginning of a sentence and then you're just going to listen inside to that small still voice inside of you for what might be the end of the sentence. And I'll repeat each prompt three times. What is my word or theme for 2023? So my word or theme for 2023 is my word for 2023 is My word or theme for 2023 is I am bringing my theme into existence by I am bringing my theme into existence by I am bringing my theme into existence by and then take a nice nourishing deep breath in 
and a nice slow exhale out. And then I'll invite you to take one hand or two hands right on top of your heart. Just rub it in a circle and thank yourself and your inner wisdom for helping you in this practice today, for bringing you to this webinar today to share your wisdom with the wisdom of everyone else here and listen to our gathered community wisdom. And then I'll invite you to place your hands in the prayer position and set an intention for how you want the rest of this evening to go. It can be very short and just you want to have a peaceful sleep or whatever it is you like. And so it is. All right, take a deep breath and rub your fingers together. Get some heat in the hands and place it over your eyes, just down your face. And then wiggle your fingers and your toes and come back to us and jazz hands for everybody. Thank you so much for participating in this meditation. Oh, Kathleen, we love you for doing that. It was awesome. Thank you. I all feel better. Yeah. And then journal, journal in journal. your Yes. So with that, we're going to close. And I will say, all of you out there, remember what Kathleen said. Remember that feeling. Remember those words and never turn your back on yourself. Okay deal. We'll see you next month, everybody. And thank you, panelists. Thank you. Wonderful people who gave of your evening to be with us. Another special evening. You are loved. You are valued. You are worthy. And you mean the world to all of us. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Lipedema Patient Roundtable podcast. You can watch the video on TLC, the Lipedema channel on YouTube, or on Instagram IGTV at lympha underscore press. For information on the most advanced pneumatic compression therapy in the world, visit lymphapress.com.